I, I like to think I always train my hardest, always. Um, and it was my sanctuary, the training ground, a, a time where I could chat to mates, chat to, because you were mates, teammates, your mates. Some you liked, some you didn't, most I did. And it was time to go and train. And I wasn't thinking about what I was thinking about two days before. I wasn't thinking about what's going on in family life. I did, wasn't thinking about anything. I was there playing football, something I enjoyed. So it was my sanctuary. You know, there was times, at, you know, at Bristol City when I wasn't playing, I used to run back from the train ground because training didn't give, give enough out for me. Didn't didn't give me enough. So I ran back just to keep that extra bit of fitness up and to train for what's around the corner. Now, for what's around the corner, so you train on that Monday, Tuesday, you don't get picked again. Okay, you don't get picked again. And you've not trained properly. You're not going to go into the next game, whether it's for the club you're at at that time, in a positive mindset because you're looking back in the previous two weeks you trained and you've not trained properly. So I always train for what's around the corner. So that was one scenario, playing the next game for the club you're at. Or it was training for what's around the corner. If that manager didn't want you, you're going to go into a new club and you're going to go in as fit as you possibly could because your mind's in the right place because you've trained pretty hard for, for the last three weeks. You know, you've not played games and you go into a new club to impress that new manager and them new founders. That's how I kind of looked at it. Train for what's around the corner. Uh, and that helped me keep keep me sane. Luckily, I love exercise. I was one that wanted to run around. I was one that uh, wanted to get involved. I was one that wanted to get a sweat on. Um, uh, and I think that helped me. Some, some footballers don't like exercise, Joe, as you probably know. They don't want to run around. They don't want to... You know, do you want to be a technical player? No, no, you know, Mick used to say, um, you know, I don't know if you heard this saying yourself, Joe, where it was like, let the runners run and the players play. You heard that saying? I remember saying that to Mick McCarthy once. He went, yeah, but Stewie, what if you can do both? And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. I've only heard it from the players beside of you. And he's right. You've got to be able to do both in football. Um, and luckily I could do. I wasn't quick, but I was long distance. I could beat most people. You're able to talk about um, holding yourself accountable for all this stuff, Stewie, uh, quite quite easily, quite naturally, sort yeah. of. But as we know in football, that, that you know that doesn't happen a lot. Not all players are accountable, and um, and we'll get onto it in a in a little bit. One of the best, <laughs> even though it's simple, one of the best pieces of advice that you ever gave me daily was not to me, but in general, was don't be a dickhead. That was something that sort of echoes in in my mind now, especially like in a team environment, but. How much benefit is there, do you think, for players to be held accountable, to take responsibility, to to not point fingers, to not look for blame in others? Because you know that's quite popular in in football, but you don't you don't seem to to want to do that or or have done that at all. Um, I think you have to take the excuses away from players as much as you can um, to stop them making excuses up to why not not playing well, why we're not winning. Um, that's if you didn't. That's if you've got a group that working like you lot, Joe. If that makes sense. Um, luckily, we were pretty professional. Training was normally on time. Everything was set up when you come out. Generally, uh, you kind of need a game plan most weeks. Um, if the lads that weren't playing, they still got their half an hour's training and ready for the next game when they played. So I think we're pretty good at that. Uh, so. You know, the dickhead thing, uh, there wasn't any. But I think players can be accountable for 
for the way they train. I think that's for sure. I think, you know, I don't like to blame players. I don't, I've never have done. Uh, I think as long as everything, in a nutshell, as long as everything has been done correctly in the training environment all week, I think the players should have no excuse. Um, because then they're accountable. If training things in training don't go to plan, I don't know, uh, for instance, I know the training ground was shut for a day or, or, or I know, the balls, cones and bibs didn't turn up because of, I don't know, the, the, the kit van was, wasn't taxed or whatever. You know, they've got, probably got a bit of an excuse, you know, so you just try and eliminate those things for me and be as professional as you can. When it comes to doing coaching sessions, you're not going to get things right. And I'm, I'm quite open for people to question me, not while it's going on, but if you come up after, what, shoot, what's, what's that? What, you know, what? I remember you once actually coming up to me after, um, I've done a, um, a video analysis on players, not tracking players. I don't know if you remember that. I dug a few couple, couple of people out. I think it was you. It was you. Right. Uh, it's something like Billy Davis used to do. And he used to dig out. He won't dig out the person who it was, but the person watching the analysis would know that it was them. And he was generally a centre midfield player. And I remember getting a little laser up. Not tracking his runner. Look, goal. Not tracking his runner. Look, goal. Not tracking his runner. Look, goal. I mean, counter-attacks. And I remember you come up to him and you went, Marcus? Um, I like that, but he said, I'm not so sure the lads that looked at it would have liked that. I went, I know, Joe, but for today, I had to do it along those lines. So, and I'm, I'm open for people to question and have, have, have conversations and debates because I'm not, I don't think I know everything still to this day and I'll learn off everyone. Um, so I think you've got, you've got to be open-minded with the players as well. And I said, just trans transparent with them in some sort of way. Why we do, you know, a player, a senior player, for instance, might come up, a young lad might not. Why are we, play, why are we playing this all week? Uh, this, this week, when we've done brilliant last three games. And then it's about them giving them the answers. So there's no excuse. Well, he's got a big lad at the back, can't run, so we put a little lad so we can little spin. And off the back of that conversation, they, they kind of get it. And then that senior player might pass it along the group. Um, so that's the transparency I think you have to have. Um, and make their mind settled, whether it's training or whether it's the way we're playing. Mm-hmm.